Maybe he's creepy, maybe he's just awkward, but now he and Callie are friends and she feels guilty for not answering some of her neighbor's questions. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, February 7th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for how close your parents live via back roads. Oh, yeah. There's some super solid back roads to get there. Because they could live closer, but have it be one exit up or down the highway, and it would take us three times as long to get there. 100%. During rush hour. But they... Every every there's no highway that is involved to get to their house, and I'm grateful for that. I feel like when we are headed over there, it's like boom, 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 and it's like you know no one else is doing our little boom booms in the same way we are. So. Well, we do have to dot. We have to time it in the morning when we take her over on Mondays. What's your time? Like eight oh seven or something? Well, it's moving up because it um it is definitely impacted by whether or not it's dark out. Okay. So now I think we're good to about 816. Okay. And then 816, anything past that? Because there is, there is a defining the, the minute school, in everyone's day. In Atlanta. Yes. I don't think it applies in Syracuse, like where I grew up. But in Atlanta, if you miss your window, window. departure. You're done. Yeah. You're going to be sitting in traffic. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for my clean car. I had an interaction with our neighbor the other day. I was walking down the street, getting my steps in as I do. And this guy approached me. I think we have to redefine. I think we have to define neighbor. And I think there should be a better word for it. Because neighbor. Community to- member. Eh, but that doesn't make it sound friendly enough. Okay. So there's. This- he was fr- it was friendly, but he was, it was neighborly. It was neighborly. But it is not somebody. To me, a neighbor is somebody whose house you can see for your from yours. Mm-hmm. How about this? He lives in the neighborhood. Yes, or he's neighborish. Neighborish. <laughs> I kind of like that word. Okay. He's na- So he's he's neighborish. he's neighborish. He lives in the community. The neighborhood. In the neighborhood, but not on our street. We're never borrowing a cup of sugar from him. We're never borrowing sugar from him. Never getting one of his packages delivered accidentally never. to our door. No. Not a chance. But it's this cute little, it's kind of like a little pretzel. Our neighborhood is set up in like a little pretzel. So you can go walking and it's a pretty closed environment. And never met the guy before, seen the house a million times, whatever. He approaches me to talk to me about my sweatshirt. I was wearing my Syracuse sweatshirt and, you know, all in good fun and laughing and whatever. Several times he sent two red flags up for me. One was that he said, where's your dog? Don't you have any dogs? And I was kind of like, that's weird. Hmm. It's weird. And he's weird. So I was like, it, it didn't freak me out then. But now I'm like, mm. like maybe he just likes dogs. But then also I was like, it could, it could also that's odd. Cause I've never walked our dogs over there. So he wouldn't know. Well, what's more odd him having noticed you before with dogs and now noticing you don't have one or 
him asking out of the blue, where's your dog? Both are equally weird. I th- My guess is he was probably just trying to make conversation. Because he has a dog. Cause yeah. And you said he was friendly enough and he was, he was nice and whatever in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my guess is he was probably just cause we have a huge walking neighborhood and there's a lot of people. Every time we go out for a walk, there are lots of people walking their dogs. So it could have been kind of like, well, where's your dog? Everybody has a dog. Right. Um, or maybe like, I don't know. Anywho, so the second thing he said that was kind of weird. He, you should, you he know what is, you should have said? You should have said, my dogs, they're, they're all Rottweilers. And I've got them at the house because our sniper who lives on the roof had to go visit his grandmother. I should have said that. And I was <laughs> mad at myself because I said, oh, my response was so dumb and so not like Dateline Callie of me. And I said, oh, she's an old girl. Old girl. She's at home today. No, no, I know. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. It was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, Callie, you are so dumb. We continue the conversation. I had to tell once, um, a woman that had a dog who, when she would have people come over to her house to work on the house, she would, she had, she rented her house. It was apartment. So she would put the dog back in the room in her bedroom and then tell the people coming in, Hey, don't worry. Like leave, leave, you know, leave a key under the mat mm-hmm. and say, don't worry about the dog. Super friendly. She'll be in the bedroom, but if she gets out, she's not going to hurt you. That, and I said to her, don't stop saying that. Yeah. As far, it was a big dog. It was a friendly dog, but it was a big dog with a big, big bark. bark. Yeah. As, as far as anybody knows, you have Pe- got attack dog. F- yeah. A, a, a military trained German shepherd back there. Right. And no one should know. And they should always be a little scared when they're in yes. your house. Cause you want them to be a little on edge. Uh, so I said that that was dumb. And he said later in the conversation, so where do you live? Do you live in this neighborhood? And I said, I do live in this neighborhood. And he said, where about? And I said, Oh, right across from the, like fill in the blank yeah. landmark, whatever in our neighborhood that everybody knows. You should have made up a landmark. And he, I should have. And he said, Oh, on the street with, you know, blank on it with this, he described a house and I was like, oh no, it's down from that. And he said, what's the name of the street? And I just like, and I was like, I don't know if I, like, I didn't want to be rude, but I also wanted to be like, dude, I really don't want to tell you where I live. Like I, we don't know each other like that. And I felt, I still feel guilty about it, even though I know I did the right thing. It was just a little too specific. And you know what else I was thinking? I bet that you have never been in a situation like that. No, because guys aren't in that situation ever. Yeah. And also I think number one, I think I probably would have answered him like a dummy. Like I probably would have said to him when he said, what street do you live on? I probably would have given him the name of the street. Mm -hmm. You know, I did. You told him the name of our street. You didn't say that. I did. I know. I was waiting to tell you on the show, but why did you tell him the name of the street? Cause I didn't think he would remember it. <laughs> he seemed like not all there. I don't, I, I don't know, but I didn't tell when he kind of didn't know where that was. I changed the subject. So now we have to get a sniper on the roof. Now we need a sniper and six Rottweilers and two military trained German shepherds. Technically in our tiny, technically, in our tiny little we yard. have a German shepherd. 
Lily is part German Shepherd. She is not military trained or really trained at all. <laughs> She's laying next to me right now, like stomach out, legs sprawled out. You know, I do think she would. She would defend the house. She would absolutely defend the house. Sadie might not. Sadie, Sadie would probably get out of the way if she was in the living room snoozing on the couch and the wet bandits broken and came into the room, she would probably open one eye, realize that they're going to be noisy and move to a room they've already ransacked. Right. And be like, mm, this is interfering with my slumber. But I think I, my gut tells me that Lily. Lily would defend the house for sure. Lily would defend when you're not here. Lily gets very serious about protecting the doors in our house. Like yeah. she is on guard and I, it's when you're not here, which is funny. Cause I actually think to Lily, I'm the alpha. Oh, totally. You totally are. Like you're, Lily's definitely your dog. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, when you're not around, she is just on edge, which I love because I'm like, it makes me feel safer, you know? And I never like, she never gets in trouble for barking. Cause I'm like, yeah, protect the house. Right. Anyways. So I still feel guilty about, you know, not about being weirded out by him. I don't know. I don't know. You would never be in that situation. And no. I think it's, have you ever been in a situation like that where you are like freaked out by somebody and you're like, are you creepy or does it not matter? Cause you're a dude. I don't think, I don't, I think creepy is measured in a different way for guys than for women. Like what would be creepy to you? I, that line of questioning is creepy. Asking somebody where they live, I think is neighborly. Mm hmm. Oh, where do you live? You know, and I even think I'll, I'll even give him some grace for the walking the dog line. Cause that could just be small talk that mm -hmm. yeah, I promise you, I have said a lot of things that were probably creepy that I did not intend them yeah. to be. Mm -hmm. It's just awkward, small talk. Um, so I think I could see myself saying that to somebody and then, Four hours later while I'm watching TV, it would just pop. I would say, oh, my gosh, I was so weird. Mm -hmm. I probably scared the crap out of her. But asking somebody's specific street name yeah. with no disclaimer, that's creepy. Yeah. You could say, oh, oh, here's the street name. My cousin lives on it. That's less creepy. But just saying, what street do you live on? Creepy. Yeah. So your gut was right. Do you had, did you have, when you were growing up, changing the subject now, a favorite toy? Yes. I did not think about, I have never thought about this until we were watching with Callie's dad. We were watching Ellie play with this, this little buggy thing that, that Callie got for her. And I, I she just loves, she has been it's a little text car that we were talking about. Yeah. Yesterday. She's been sitting in the car more than she's been out of the car since we got it. Mm -hmm. And Callie's dad just made the offhand remark that he had a toy that he remembered growing up. What was it? A, a, a bike that he pedaled. Something yeah, similar to that car. It was something similar to the car, but you could pedal it. And he says, that was hands down my favorite toy growing up. And I started to think about what my favorite toy was growing up. And I think I have one. <gasps> what is it? It was an erector set. What's an erector set? It was uh, these metal things. You built stuff with it. Okay. You erected stuff. So mm -hmm. you could build Houses, you could build buildings, but you could get plant. There were plans and different things that you could build, but it had little 
motors and stuff that were powered by, you know, a double A battery or oh, nine, fancy. you know, whatever. Okay. So you could have like a little winch that would haul stuff up, little motors, little, you know, things oh. that would open. And I don't, I, I just, for whatever reason, as soon as I started thinking about it, that I remembered the erector set and I love that thing. You should see if they still make them. I don't know if they do. They might be unsafe now because you, you are truly using a screwdriver and a little wrench. Oh yeah. So, I don't think that's kid. So they're tiny little nuts and bolts and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I loved anything where I got to build something and make it work. So that was my younger toy. And then uh, we bought a used home computer Maybe mm. when I was 12. What brand? Commodore 64. Commodore 64. And I could still tell you, and my dad could still tell you, I found a classified ad in the paper. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I tried to hard press my parents into getting it. Mm-hmm. And we drove to somebody's house. I could tell you where the street was. Oh, my gosh. We drove to somebody's house, and we bought it off the classified ad in the paper for a few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Brought it home and it had all the parts, all the pieces and did stuff. Did you know how to work a computer? I don't think so. Or did you just think they were neat and had heard about them? Probably like classified. Whoa. Probably Oregon Trail from school or something. Okay. Uh, but I would spend hours, I mean days, typing in code. Uh, it was program. It was a program back then, and just to be able to make the thing play tic tac toe. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. And I mean that, so that, so those are my two favorites. I love, what year was that probably? The, the computer year. I don't know. The Erector set was before age 10, I think. And the computer would have been. Like early nineties. I graduated from high school in 91. Oh, okay. Well, I remember in the mid, early nineties, you got a computer before we did. We had, when we got a computer and I love the era of computers that had numbers after them, you know, probably. To oh, make them sound I think cooler. I, I think I know why I got my computer. Oh, why? Because I think my uncle Fred got one oh. and I went over to his house and I think my dad probably saw my eyes light up as Fred carefully removed the plastic cover. Oh my gosh, the plastic cover. That he kept over his computer and powered it up and he was an accountant. Yeah. So I'm sure he loaded up some spreadsheet. Did he, he have an Apple? No, it was his was a leading edge brand. We had, so my grandfather had an Apple that I always thought was really cool because he had all those, um, they weren't floppy disks, but they were the big ones that actually are floppy. Yeah, floppy disks. And you put them in- and uh-huh. I, uh, I had those. My grandfather kept a plastic thing over yes. that too. All the time. We used to play Pac-Man on that thing and the keys sounded so good. We had a Gateway 2000. Of course. Do you remember Gateway? Yes. I don't know what happened to Gateway, but I remember my dad bringing home the box. And because of course, like things weren't delivered. Not like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like you didn't get, you went to the store, probably like CompUSA or something. You bought that. Uh-huh. And then he came home. I remember the box service merchandise. Maybe it came out on the conveyor belt. Probably. And it was, they had like a cow theme uh-huh. as like their brand or whatever their shtick. And I remember he set it up and we were like, what is this? He's like, you know, Oh, this is a computer. We can use it for, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Of course we didn't have the internet. So it was like it, the games that used that came with that, like the standard games. And you'd have to buy other. I remember that the public library had games. 
Oh, did they? Yes. And, but it was only one branch. So I would have to go to Liverpool, which is the opposite side of Syracuse. I lived on the south side. Liverpool's north. Mm -hmm. I have to go to the Liverpool library, I think, and sign out games, computer programs to play. 90s, 80s slash 90s computer games are the best. Yeah. I said what I said. They don't even compare now. Now they're too fancy. Newfangled things. Yeah. Give me the old school stuff. Um. So what was your favorite toy? My favorite toy, what, and it's funny because I don't think my parents would have been able to tell you this, but it's what I have the most fond memories of as a kid. It was a grocery belt and it had a, like a little grocery stand. And there was like a, remember when uh grocery stores used to have the X that they would swipe, like if you went to Publix wasn't around, whatever it was, Kroger or whatever. There was like an X and that's where they would scan the barcodes. Okay. It had, oh yeah, the yeah. light, it would, it would yes. look like laser beams. Yes, the laser beams. So it had something that looked like that. It was just a button that you could push down, uh -huh. but I thought it was so cool. And I think you could move the conveyor belt, but I just thought it was the neatest thing of all time. That and there was a game I didn't, I don't even think I had it, but my friends had it. And when I went to their place, this was like my favorite thing. Three, sorry, I got three. Pretty Pretty Princess, which was like such a good game. I think they still make that. And Mall Madness. What was Mall Madness? Mall Madness was a 90s mall that was like, you would open, it was really big. It came in like a game box or whatever, and you would open it and it would have like different stores at the mall and you would do different shopping things and you had credit cards and there was stuff to scan and it would tell you where to go. It was like a board game. Oh my gosh, best game ever. I should try to buy it. It would be so fun. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Ellie and I were playing peekaboo the other day, and she got really hurt. Luckily, she recovered, because if not, that peekaboo injury would have landed us in the ICU. <laughs> Here's one thing we all have in common. We all just want to be comfortable. Am I right? Whether it's sleeping or when we get out of the shower or just our clothes in everyday life, whatever it is, Cozy Earth has got you covered and you can be assured that when you order from them, you are going to be cozy. It's in their name, right? Jeff and I love their products and we have a 40% off discount for you when you go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy and then put whatever you want in your shopping cart. And then at the very end, you're going to see the discount populated. It's 40% off. Callieandjeff.com slash cozy. Are you one of those people who is just confused about life insurance, who just doesn't understand exactly what it is, how it works, but you know you need it, especially if you have a growing family? Well, I have a suggestion. Stop putting it off and finally get life insurance today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance in less than 10 minutes. Know this, it takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered life insurance coverage instantly with no health exam required. And they've got a 30-day money 
money-back guarantee, so you can cancel at any time if you don't love your experience with Fabric. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside, M-E-E-T fabric, F-A-B-R-I-C dot com slash upside. Upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Meetfabric.com slash upside. One of the things that Jeff and I are um, getting excited about in the new year is cooking more at home. And we did kind of good at it at the end of last year, but this year we really want to amp it up and enjoy cooking and enjoy the whole process of cooking at home. So one of the things that we love are our caraway pans. Now I found caraway a while ago when I was looking to an alternative for nonstick cookware because I really didn't like all the chemicals that were getting into our food. And I came across caraway and they have the most beautiful bakeware and cookware. And I was a customer of theirs long before they were an advertiser. Their stuff is beautiful. You're going to love it. And it's easy to clean. The food like glides right off the plate. They're made without any toxic materials or hard to pronounce chemicals. And their ceramic coating naturally has a slick surface. So your food's going to glide right off and I love it. Plus they have a ton of amazing modern colors and it'll be a beautiful addition to your kitchen and get you excited about cooking again in this new year. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. My dislike of going to the grocery stores, grocery store, which I've talked about before, it's, it's, it feels like a waste of time when home delivery services are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the home delivery stuff can get expensive, yeah, especially for smaller orders. And... So that kind of makes me feel like I should go to the grocery store. But I'm really starting to hate it. Yeah. Really, really starting to hate it. And I'm also starting to get really good at ordering online, looking for sales, stocking up when things, uh, you're planning way ahead. The way you are with the delivery, the grocery delivery app is the way you used to be with Delta Sky Miles where you would like hunt for the best bargain, yeah. use everything to your advantage, see where the best seat, like you knew all the things, you okay. knew the lay of the land in order to get the best deal. Now that's you with online grocery shopping. Callie had a friend over uh, the other day and when we opened the refrigerator, she goes, huh, you got some yogurt, huh? And it's because- Check it, it, was it was two, two for, for one. It was two for one. And I just, I stocked up. I got, I, fill, I filled the fridge up because we know Ellie's going to eat it. And she likes to have her variety. She says one day she's a blueberry yogurt person. The next day she's a strawberry yogurt person. So why not stock up? But uh, anyways, I would say all this because that is going to lead us into um, your two Tuesday takeaways for today. One I have spoken about before, and that is opening up a shopping cart and setting delivery for a couple days in advance if there's nothing you need urgently. And then you have up until the time the shopping is completed to wrap up your order. Mm -hmm. And then rather than add stuff to the list and then 
move it over to the app, just keep the app open. Just keep adding it to the app. Mm -hmm. Just set the delivery way in advance. So that's number one. Number two is stolen from all of these pro shoppers, grocery store, grocery store shoppers, especially the Aldi and the Costco people mm -hmm. who keep laundry baskets in their in the back of their car and then sort their groceries as they load them. Yeah. Have you seen those people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about this? If you get grocery delivery, you know they just dump all the plastic bags right in the middle of your doorstep and then mm -hmm. you got pick them all up and whatever. Put a laundry basket on your stoop. So when an order's coming or a cardboard box or whatever it is, just put it right in front of the door and just put a sign here, groceries here, please. Smart. And then you're just carrying one thing in. And that's your Tuesday takeaway. Takeaways, plural. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is grocery related as well. <laughs> it is about eggs, but I thought that this was really interesting when I read it, especially cause we're all being like choosy with our eggs right now. Um, meaning like, you know, they're yeah. expensive. If the, the best if used by date shows the last date an egg is that it's peak quality. So that doesn't mean it's going to expire. It just means this is like the best date you can eat them by. If eggs are stored properly, which is in your fridge, 40 degrees or colder, they are good for 45 days from the day that they're actually packed. Wow. Yeah. So not wow. the not the date on the box, but like the days like that they're packed. So they're pretty good for a while. If you take them out and you leave them on the fridge for a couple hours, don't and then try to put them back in the fridge, you should not do that because bacteria can start to grow inside them. So you want to make sure that they are refrigerated. And then if you get a cracked egg, uh, experts say to open it, put it in a container and eat it within two days. You can still eat it. I usually, if I see a cracked egg that's really cracked, I'm like, I'm not eating that. I don't know, I know. what's been in it, but they said it's fine. Um, what did I have to say about eggs? Okay. Uh, oh, there's one more. Sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, to test an egg, to make sure that it's good. Do you know how to, do you know the trick to this? Uh, smack it on your spouse's head. Uh, no, you fill a bowl with enough cold water, cold water to, you know, cover the egg. And if the egg is fresh, it'll sink to the bottom and stays on its side. If it completely floats, throw it away. No good. All right. Here is your second random thing for Valentine's day, which is one week from today, an animal shelter in Hamilton, Ohio will, uh, in exchange for a $5 donation, will name one of their cat litter boxes after your ex romantic partner. Yes. So they'll write your ex's name in the litter box. You know, shelters have all those. little. I tiny, like that better yeah. than the, um, than the roach thing. And I love that it goes to a shelter. I think that's really cool. Your third random thing for today is Americans will spend almost $26 billion this Valentine's Day. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Know what I got nostalgic about when you were talking about uh, your dad bringing that computer home mm. and having to you know, go somewhere and pick it up? Yeah. You know what joy Ellie will never have? And really any kid under the age of 10 maybe will never have. Mm. Remember the excitement when the UPS truck used to stop at your house? 
like because it was so rare. It was so it was like the ice cream truck coming down your street in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a surprise trip. All of a sudden, you you see it and you, and you think, oh, is it coming to my house? And it stops the neighbors. It would never make two stops on the same street. So if it got your neighbor's house, it didn't get yours. And but when it did come to your house, and they would always ask for a signature. Mm-hmm. So the knock at the door is a big deal. Do you remember also, did you say UP, UPS or FedEx? Anybody. UPS. Remember it was Federal Express? Yeah. Remember? the U, I would remember when getting really excited when the, because we, our driveway growing up was like a little bit on a hill. And when the mailman would pull up our driveway, that means that he, had meant he had a package. Yes. Yes. Good yes. deal. Get from grandma maybe for your birthday. It was and, a good day. And now if, if, Two days went by. If a day went by and and we didn't see a UPS truck or an Amazon truck on our street, we'd we'd wonder what's wrong with the world. You know, Ellie's never gonna have the Ellie's never gonna have the joy of the surprise UPS delivery. Jeff, oh my gosh, I legit had this conversation this weekend. My brain does not allow me to watch you do a dance exercise routine of any kind even tying your shoes in a mirror from me like you have to stand beside me and then we have to make mirror movements together before i can get it now i can dance freestyle we're straight tiktok dances absolutely not i couldn't even do bar class correctly because being in the mirror throws me off so it makes me feel good that somebody else's brain works like mine and I legit just had the conversation this weekend where people openly mocked me. Love you guys. Bye. Hey guys, hope you had a good weekend. I was calling about the Chinese balloon thing as well. I, it's just so crazy. But what's even crazier is I was driving home on Friday and I saw the moon in the sky. But for a second or two, I was like, wait, what is that? It's a Chinese balloon. Well, I'm like, what a weird it's like kind of normal you're like is that the moon or is that Chinese spies like this is the world we live in where that's the question it happened again this morning I looked up at the sky and it's clearly the moon but for half a second I was like hmm maybe it's another spy balloon weird 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 bye hey Jeff this is Amy in Indianapolis calling because it was glad to hear that somebody else had the green machine growing up um I know many people did but my husband has been teasing me relentlessly for the 25, 27 years we've been together that only rich kids had the green machine because I had one and he didn't. And I did not, I do not think that was the case at all, but it's been a running joke in our house. So um, glad to hear other people talk about the green machine because sometimes I bring it up and people have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, it brings back a fun memory. So thank you for that. Have a great day. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.